crime, politics, finances, climate change. Ah, sometimes it gets to be a bit too much. At Indo-American News Unplugged, we bring voice to your feelings. Call in to talk, share, or disagree with Sanchali and Jawahar. And listen to Jyoti playing songs based on Indian classical music with Pramod and Sudhir. So call Indo-American News Unplugged. Kick back and listen up, folks. It'll make you feel better. Every Saturday, listen to Masala Radio, 3 to 6 p.m. Indo-American News. Hello, everybody. This is Jawahar, and this is Indo-American News Radio. We're so glad that you stayed tuned in after the uh, unplugged session, the quiz contest that we have, and that you st- you're continuing to 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 tune in and listen to the uh, the rest of the the show. We're going to be doing interviews with three different people, and uh, Sanchali will give us the lineup. But uh, technically speaking. Very glad to be in the studio after several weeks away from here. So, Pramod, the last time we talked to you, you were in the men's room doing <laughs> the news. That's right. <laughs> men's room of the Moody Center in, uh, in Austin. In Austin, yeah. So, now that you're back, uh, we'll have the live news. And uh, we can, we can, I see that you're wearing the jacket because it's so darn cold in this room. Yeah, it's winter. Welcome back, Pramod. It's Good always, to have you back. That's right. It's Good always to see you. Wi- winter when... Uh, Sanchali is My here respect, in the studio. My respect, you know, when you come, I feel more comfortable. <laughs> she feels more comfortable. She makes us uncomfortable because it's so darn cold in here. Yeah. No, yeah, Pramod got the drift. He knows what I'm talking about. Her, Sanchali, Sanchali in her meanness. As you get older, Sanchali, you get meaner and meaner. Did you notice that it doesn't happen with anyone else besides you? <laughs> you know, they, they say that the hate is the first form of love. Oh, yeah. really? Yes. <laughs> It's the beginning of a romantic comedy. Oh my goodness, please spare me. I I pick up papers from Telfair Spices these days. I don't need need you to bring me any papers. Oh no, Thank God, thank you. Jawahar, thank you for adding Telfair Spices. My job is finished. She actually thanked me for something. This is amazing. Yeah. Okay, everybody, this is uh, once again... Oh, Jyoti texted, Srini is my TT buddy. Yeah. It was good to have Srini on the show. Wait Jyoti. a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. We were talking about the show now. The, we we have actually got three people calling in. Uh, actually, the last segment is we're going to be talking about the Kerala story, mm-hmm. a movie that's been pl- showing in, in Houston. And two people will be actually walking into the studio and talk about that, about their reaction to it. Uh, prior to that, we will have George Willey. And then you want me to do the lineup, or you're no, going to do no, the no, lineup? No, 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 okay, no, no. Okay, looks like you're the, doing the lineup. This, so I'm like, okay. <laughs> okay, this is uh, Sanchali. Follow the drift. This is an intro to the show itself. Intro to the uh, lineup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sanchali hates it when she's not in the middle of it. Sorry, so, I couldn't help that. And and uh, then the, somebody else will be calling in from Atlanta, Deepa Vardarajan. So anyway, I've been reading a book. You guys haven't read the book. No, you don't know anything about it. Yes. So, but I will. Uh, I have a little bit of description here for you. Okay. Anyway, so with that, um, Sanchali, you can now go ahead. Okay, folks. So you are listening to No American News Radio, and in our three p.m. Se- <laughs> session, IAN Unplugged. Um, Jawahar and me, Sanchali, we play the current affairs quiz. I think I know this with Srinivas Dasari, Ajay Shukla and Prem Ramamirtam. And from 4 to 6 p.m. we do our interview section. So here's the guest lineup for today, Saturday, May 13th. And you are listening to Indo-American News Radio, either on 98.7 FM or on our Masala Radio app. 
so please download www.masalaradio.com and you can also listen over there by monday hear the recorded show on podcast which is uploaded on spotify apple podcast google podcast pocket cast radio public and breaker we have 4 years of podcasts and have had over 6900 hits please do support our show select follow on our spotify podcast channel to receive new updates and give us a five star rating please Our monthly expert on immigration the well-known attorney George Willey will be joining us today at 4:20 p.m. to explain to us what an EB2 NIW or National Interest Waiver visa is how to apply for it and what benefits it offers to those wishing to stay in the US In her debut novel Late Bloomers Deepa Vardarajan tells the story of an immigrant Indian couple settled in Texas who divorce after 36 years of an arranged marriage and how they and their two kids deal with the upheaval she explores so many facets of the immigrant psyche and the cultural conflicts that the story she weaves may seem very personal to many desis Deepa will be calling in at 4:50 p.m. from her home in Atlanta to talk about her riveting novel. A new movie just released in India and the US, The Kerala Story, is based on true events about a group of Hindu girls who converted to Islam and then fled to Syria to fight alongside the ISIS forces. The number of girls involved are estimated to range from 60 to several thousand. The movie has created an uproar with demands for a full investigation. We are joined by two men who saw the private screening last night in Houston, Ramdas Kadhe and Hari Shivaram Shivaraman to tell us their reactions to the movie. It's showing at AMC um, Sugarland. I saw that I'm planning on seeing it this Tuesday. Also, stay tuned in for more news roundup, views, sports and movie re- reviews. To be featured on our show or to advertise, please contact us at 713-789-6397 or at indoamericannews at yahoo.com. The movie is also showing at uh, Cinemark. And do please visit our website, indoamerican-news.com, to track all current stories and remember to visit our digital archives from over 15 years. And now, here's Pramod back in the studio after a long time with yes. his news roundup. Thank you, Sanchali. You don't have to hide in the bathroom anymore. <laughs> And, yes, that was a great lineup. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, live from Indo-American News Radio, this is Pramod Kulkarni with the latest news from Houston, the United States, India and around the world. At the top of the news this weekend is the remarkable victory of the Congress party in Karnataka state assembly elections. The Congress crossed the 113 seat majority while the BJP won 64 seats. That was a sharp drop from its 104 seats in 2018. Congress party leader Siddaramaiah expressed hope that the victory in Karnataka would be a stepping stone for the upcoming Lok Sabha elections. BJP's loss came despite Prime Minister Modi's 20 trips to Karnataka. However, the Prime Minister will have an opportunity to make gains in the United States when he comes for a state visit on June 22nd. Weather is making news both in India and the United States. Cyclone Mocha is churning in the Bay of Bengal and is expected to make landfall tomorrow between Cox's Bazar in Bangladesh and the coast of Myanmar with wind speeds about 109 miles per hour. thousands of people in low-lying areas 
including Rohingya refugees, have already been evacuated. Here in North America, a dangerous heat wave is unfolding in the Pacific Northwest in Western Canada. Weather forecasters are predicting the region to experience their first 90-degree weather. Nevertheless, the temperatures will remain well short of the all-time highs of 116 degrees recorded in Portland in the summer of 2021. In Ukraine, Russian troops are withdrawing from positions in Bakhmut due to a severe shortage of combat units. Meanwhile, President Volodymyr Zelensky is visiting Rome for meetings with Pope Francis. Zelensky will not meet Italian leader Silvio Berlusconi or Matteo Salvini, who are both longtime admirers of Russian President Vladimir Putin. Back here at the southern border in Mexico, the expiration of Title 42 last night resulted in a spike rather, in border crossings, but not the flood of refugees many had expected. About 1,800 crossed the border in El Paso. Nevertheless, officials have been preparing for the unknown in the days and weeks ahead. In Washington, D.C., social security advocates are bracing for a U.S. debt default. Some experts are warning beneficiaries that they should be prepared in case their payments are interrupted. The White House and the House Republicans remain at odds after meeting on Wednesday to discuss a resolution to their impasse. Speakers Kevin McCarthy and the House Republicans are speaking, seeking rather large spending cuts for an agreement to raise the debt ceiling and avoid a def- default. In sports, there was a doubleheader in the IPL earlier today. In the first match, Lucknow Supergiants beat the Sunrisers Hyderabad by seven wickets. In the second match, Punjab Super Kings beat the Delhi Capitals by 31 runs. There will be another week of league matches before the start of the elimination round. In the NBA, LeBron James and the LA Lakers beat the Golden State Warriors in six games. In other playoff games, the Denver Nuggets beat the Phoenix Suns. And on Sunday, the Philadelphia 76ers will be facing off against the Boston Celtics with the series tied at three games each. For the Houston Astros, Jose Altuve will begin his rehab stint in Sugarland. So this is a good chance to see Altuve playing, playing rather for the Sugarland Space Cowboys in the Skeeters Stadium. That's all the news for this afternoon. More views, discussions and music as we continue with the Indo-American News talk show. The Astros are going to have a tough time. They started off tough with losing so many players. Yeah, but uh, they're at, uh, uh, you know, it's t- they're 2018, so they have a slight winning edge. How did they fare like this time last year? Uh, they they were much better. They better this year? No, th- uh, they they were better they were last better year. Last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I meant. Yeah, but with if Altuve comes back, I think they'll improve. Yeah, let's hope they do. Uh, a few things here that that uh, I that uh, I want to point out to people. Uh, one is that the uh, the one year anniversary of Uvalde has come. Oh, and the shooting! The shooting has come, and the, a lot of the parents there were protesting uh, to get uh, the AR seventeens or AR forty seven. I guess what is AR fifteen? Yeah, uh, uh, outlawed the uh, semi-automatic uh, rifles. But uh, the the House Republicans in the state legislature, 
they let the the gun reform bill die right yeah they're good at that they're good at that now that's just it goes to show that they're insensitive to the whatever their uh, the uh, its constituents are wanting to to get especially even the um, the uh, the uh, the representative that that uh, from Uvalde from, yeah from that district and so suddenly uh, the second thing that pe- that I would like to bring to people's attention is that while they're killing off the 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 the, the, bun- the gun bill the uh, republicans in in the legislature have no uh, problem in trying to pass the law to as to have the Ten Commandments dis- displayed in every classroom mm-hmm. in, in schools in Texas. This is not the only bill that, that has to do with re- religious overstep. There's also another bill that requires, that's still being considered, it requires public schools to adopt a period of prayer and Bible reading for students and employees. Uh, Senate Bill 1556 authorizes public school employees to pray or engage in religious speech while on duty. Senate Bill 763 allows public schools to employ chaplains in place of school counselors. And Senate Bill 1515 and and 1721 mandate the display of the Ten Commandments in every public school classroom. I mean, this is a great uh, overstep to to the separation of church and state. state. And I I think we we, we all should ask for some some uh, explanations from our leaders that we've elected. Yeah, I think being in Harris County, our leaders are uh, blue, mm-hmm. so they're just, uh, they're helpless. Right, because uh, they're, uh, they're overwhelmed by the red in the legislature. The red tide. The red tide, yeah. So and it's not even in Alabama, it's right here in Texas. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. And by the way, it's something else, Wendy's, you know, is turning. We have a big supporter of ours, Ricky right, O'Broy, yes. who owns a lot of Wendy's uh, restaurants. Wendy's is turning to AI chatbots to take drive-through orders. Really? Yeah. It's so complicated. No, it's so easy. Oh, okay. So there won't be any uh, like Mistakes. humans. Uh, no human there at all. At a test location in Columbus, Ohio, they're going to start with the with the uh, them taking orders. A human would be there in the background trying to monitor the orders, but the order goes directly from there to the cooking area and the way they make the, the hamburgers okay. and stuff. Well, I think they have a need because my son used, worked um, when he was in high school mm-hmm. for the summer in a fast food restaurant. And uh, he said the orders were coming so fast. He was in the beverage counter. Oh. And then he had to pick between decaf and regular coke and he didn't care <laughs> <laughs> by the way uh talking about which mcdonald's is under attack by a child that was burnt by a very very hot chicken nugget oh no it reminds you of the incident coffee, the coffee incident. incidents the old right, lady yeah yes they were they have just uh, been uh, there's a lawsuit that's been filed oh my yeah Ma- mcdonald's is... doesn't get a break yeah <laughs> it's easy to you yeah, sue them and get millions. Isn't that a jingle? <laughs> you, you you deserve a break today. Exactly. <laughs> All right. But AI is taking over in several different areas, you know. Google is offering a AI in some of its Actually, I have an app that uh, is AI-based, mm-hmm. and uh, it's very good. It, it gives better explanations than uh, Google. Can it make you do all your news just like that? 
Uh, it probably could. <laughs> I don't want to try. So what's this app? <laughs> uh, it's called. It starts with a V, and as we progress, I'll find out and let you know. Okay. Well, folks, don't go away. We'll tell you more about the AI app that you can get on your on your phone. Actually, I have one, but I have never used it. And uh, we will be back with our very first guest. This is Indo American News Radio, and I have to call our very first guest, who is George Willey. Oh, okay, that's right. Uh, uh, we always look forward to talking to him. So, yeah, he will be talking about uh, another different new kind of visa that we have not uh, addressed earlier on our show. And it is called um, the EB2NIW visa, which stands for National Interest Waiver Visa. On Masala 98.7 FM. Hi, I'm Jawahar. I'm Sanchali. And I'm Pramod. Indo-American News Radio. Crime, politics, finances, climate change. Ah, sometimes it gets to be a bit too much. At Indo-American News Unplugged, we bring voice to your feelings. Call in to talk, share, or disagree with Sanchali and Jawahar. And listen to Jyoti playing songs based on Indian classical music with Pramod and Sudhir. So call Indo-American News Unplugged. Kick back and listen up, folks. It'll make you feel better. Every Saturday, listen to Masala Radio, 3 to 6 p.m. Indo-American News. Welcome back, listeners. Uh, thank you for joining us um, after the news. And uh, we're uh, waiting for uh, Attorney George Willey. And, and I don't think we'll have much time later in the show today to talk about any sports or movies. So I watched a movie. It's called uh, What's Love Got to Do With It? This oh, okay. Sunday. Yeah, it's, we had a review in the newspaper. Yes, yes, yes. And it's a, a, a movie directed by Shekhar Kapoor and it's been produced by Jemima Khan. You remember who Jemima Khan yes, is? Yes, yeah. uh, Imran Khan's yeah, wife. Yeah, while he spends time in jail, she produces movies. So <laughs> anyway, they're not together she anymore. Also, <laughs> she also wrote the screenplay. Yes. So it was about this Pakistani family who's trying to set up uh, an arranged marriage for their son. So it uh-huh. was quite interesting. Yes. It's got Emma Thompson, Shabana Azmi, uh, yeah, quite a few big names. Okay, so I think George is on the phone and you can give a brief introduction about George Willey before he comes on. Well, uh, George doesn't need an introduction. Yeah, he's, uh, he's with founder, director <laughs> and uh, a lawyer of uh, Willey Nanakara and Associates. Correct. Over the last 30 years, Mr. Willie has built the Houston and Atlanta-based law firm from a single attorney practice to a bustling five-attorney firm. Mr. Willie has been a leading member of Houston society and has been particularly involved in the local South Asian community. Uh, George Willie received his BA with double honors, summa cum laude, in political science and philosophy from McMaster University in Canada and Doctor of Jurisprudence from the South Texas College of Law. George is considered one of the top immigration lawyers in the U.S. He combines a thorough knowledge of immigration law with a unique perspective. His personal mission is to make immigration equitable for everyone and has a reputation for solving complex legal issues with creative solutions drawn from the early exposure to a variety of disciplines. George has served on several boards of organizations and is invited to speak at several important forums. He is married to Shanti and has two daughters and one grandchild. And uh, uh, 
We're still waiting for Mr. Willie to join us. Yeah, I don't think he's on the line yet. There's another uh, caller, I think, who Jawahar is talking to. So, yeah, as I was telling you about the movie, it's called What's Love Got to Do With It? And it, uh, you haven't been able to reach uh, George yet? George, George is right there. George, oh, you, oh hi. George, I'm here. I'm oh, here. okay, okay. Yeah, Jawahar I'm just here, didn't put you I'm on. I'm having difficulty hearing you all. You all have very low volume. Oh. Very low volume. Well, Jawar yeah. will increase your, your volume. We can hear you very loud and clear. George, uh, can can you hear me now? I can still. I feel it's a little louder. It'll be. It'll help. Turn the volume up of your uh, device. My phone is full volume. Okay. Oh, right. okay. okay. Well, uh, I'm not well, sure what's going on because we are full volume here too. Yeah, we'll let you oh. do most of the talking. How about that? Yeah, so you're going to tell us about this new visa, right? That we have not discussed before. George, uh, George, can you hear me? Uh, you'll be talking about the National Interest Waiver Visa, right? The EB2 NIW the, the visa. The EB1A and EB2 NIW, yeah. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. Please go ahead. All right. Okay. So, see, one of the things that Indian nationals, have a problem with, I mean, there are other things, but the, the, uh, the visa numbers for Indian nationals have retrogressed quite a bit. That means that when, when they have made an application in any category, uh, especially the employment-based categories, uh, their numbers are way behind everybody else's, Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, the only one that competes with India on those uh, retrogress numbers uh, is uh, who else? China, right? Uh -huh. um, but but even China is much closer than India is. And obviously, that's nothing to do with politics. It's just that the number of applications that Indian nationals make uh, uh, here in the United States. So because of that, uh, the Indian nationals seek other options, uh -huh. right? And and I'm going to talk about an option that they have, and many of them know, but they they have been discouraged by by people, you know, the the famous neighbor who knows everything about immigration, <laughs> or or the or the famous uncle, you know, at dinner table, he knows everything about immigration. Uh -huh. right? Correct. So, so so these people have been discouraged from 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 using this option. And I thought it might be useful for us to kind of take a look at that and, and let some of your listeners know uh, that they may be eligible to do this. So, 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 that is, so that's what I was planning to do. Now, the, the NIW, the, the, the EB, EB2 NIW, is not that useful because that falls under EB2 category. So let me quickly say what the current uh, visa bulletin says about the retrogression. George, one second. Uh, yes. EB stands for employment-based? So EB stands for employment-based, yes. So there's, there's an EB1 and now there's an EB2? There's an EB1, there's an EB2, there's an EB3. Oh, wow. EB4 and EB5. Oh, my wow. God, who knew? <laughs> so... So, so, so we, we are going to talk about EB-1, but I'm going to kind of say why EB-1 might be useful 
If you look at the EB2 category for Indian nationals, currently they're doing January 2011. My. Oh, wow. So that's about 11, year, 11 years behind. Wow. And then for third preference, they're 12 years behind. What, what, okay. do you mean, what do you mean by third preference? So third preference means people with skilled workers. I see. People okay. with at least two years of experience or people with bachelor's degree. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. EB2 is for people with master's degrees oh. or who can qualify for NIW, as, as, uh, as you guys were saying earlier. Right. So, Sanchali was saying that, I think. Uh, and so, the, the, the question is, uh, what options they have? And, and, and obviously, you know, if you have $800,000, you can, you can go and put that, throw that money at EB5, which is the the million dollar investment case, right? The, mm. the visa category, which is now you need eight hundred thousand dollars, which which many Indians do have, and they 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 utilize that. But but not everybody has that money, right? Mm-hmm. So so they are looking for options, uh, alternatives, and one of the alternatives is the EB one A. It's only about a year behind EB one A. It's February twenty two. It was uh, current for a long time. Now more and more people are using that category, and therefore it's kind of falling behind. Uh-huh. And and so it is now uh, only a year behind. I mean, it's def- most certainly better than 11 years behind or 12 years behind, right? So, right. But, but what does so the 1A one, one one category is something that I think uh, some of the some of those folks can maybe use, and we. We do a lot of uh, EB1A. And, and what is EB1A? What is yeah, what for that? Yeah, I'm going to talk about that in a second. The, the EB1A, we do a lot of them because we are able to, to fashion some of, the, some, of the, some of the background, some of the achievements, some of the skills these folks have, uh, and, 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 and build a case around those. Okay, so... EB1A is what we call extraordinary ability visa. Mm-hmm. This is the very top of the of the of the pyramid. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. so these are these are people who fight for this. There are there are actually two categories in this EB1A. The first one is known as the Einstein visa. Oh, okay. I so see. that is people who are brilliant guys who have, who have done something extraordinary, who got got the Nobel Prize, and and bam, they're in. No questions asked. Mm-hmm. Okay? Then they have a second category under the EB1A, which they say they give you 10 categories, I'm sorry, 10 criteria. Mm-hmm. And out of these 10 criteria, you have to show that you qualify under at least three of them. Oh. Okay? Okay. All right. Yeah, 10 categories, you have to show whether you qualify under three of them. Mm-hmm. So what happens is, uh, you know this. This your your uncle at dinner mm-hmm. will say, "Well, wait a minute. EB one A. This is an Einstein visa. You guys, what are you talking about? You shouldn't be applying for that. You should. <laughs> you should, you should you're you're no Einstein. <laughs> and, and yeah, and then then he takes a sip of a sip of the whiskey you gave him, right? Yeah. So then, so so the the issue is, we have now filed and approved. Lots of cases from from the Indian community for this reason. Okay, mm-hmm. now 
obviously not everybody qualifies, but but a number of them do. And then the, the, let me give you a profile of some of the cases that we have done uh, in this, and then we'll go over the categories and we'll, we'll see which one they qualify under. So we have had cases where people, let's say, from Slumberjay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and these, some of these guys are just brilliant engineers. Uh, they have come, uh, you, you know, uh, so they, 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 have, they have come here. And and they have done what they have done, you know. Uh, you know, I I know Jay's an engineer, and I think yes, yeah. And I have done a, a marvelous job. What, what have you had? Do you have any intellectual property, Jawahar? Yes, I do. <laughs> My intellectually speaking, I'm a little deficient. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, so so some of these guys who are working for Slumberjay or Halliburton or or any of these bigger companies. Uh, you know, they have done some things like, for instance, you know, uh, Slumberjay, you know, they, they are in the... Sure, yeah. Right? So what do they do? They are constantly exploring for oil, mm-hmm. and they, are, they, they have sought, uh, the services have sought to find these things, and, and, and then, then they find it and give it to the, the, the guys who drill. And, 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 and even in the drilling process, they, they come up with all kinds of innovations. Mm-hmm. And, and constant, but almost on a daily basis, they push the envelope on this. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So some of the cases that we have done is folks that have found new ways to read these 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 sonographs or or, or, or this this you know how they blast and right. they send those waves down. Yeah, and the waves come back. They pick it up on a sensor, and then they read those those uh, those data. Right. And, 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 and I have seen it from the beginning where, first of all, it was a one-dimensional sort of read. Now they've got to three-dimensional read. Yeah, it's, so, it's like having yeah. a radiologist exactly. read the... And they are being able to pinpoint exactly by the, by the, form, by the formation of, of whatever that was down, down there. And, and we're talking miles down, okay? Mm-hmm. And, and then they are able to read these things quite accurately and and as these these kinds of you know the technology is 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 also pushing and 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 these guys are pushing the technology and and so they're able and obviously somebody is very pleased with these things they're doing so you know because they're selling that to their clients and and the clients are paying them hundreds of millions of dollars for that so what we have done is, this is one, one example of what's going on. There are other areas of technology that, that, that come up and we do these things. So we have presented this case to the USCIS and said, guys, look, there are, there are, here, are, here are some of the things that you want to consider because this is extraordinary. Number one, you know, although we want to kill the oil industry, it is still an industry that produces a lots of money. We talk about billions of dollars. We're talking about an industry that is creating a bunch of jobs, right? And it's, of course, you know, in Texas, in many other states as well, it is, it is, it is creating a, a lot, of, lot of wealth. But that being said, these guys who do these readings are also reducing the number of 
you know, dead wells that you will you will drill if they couldn't tell it with accuracy what is down there. So they have extraordinary ability. That's right. And also, not only extraordinary ability, but they're also protecting our environment by helping that. Because each well, when you, when you, when you drill them, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a horrible... It's, 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 it's a waste of money if you don't get anything. Nature, right? Yeah. And then, yeah, so, so there's, a, there's, a, there's a lot of injury to nature. So, so we say, listen, this, this is on both sides. They are not only helping the oil industry. They are industry, you know, of course, energy is, 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 is you know, the basis of our, our current machine, the, the economy. And also, at the same time, they're also avoiding the unnecessary injury to Mother Nature. So, George, right? what you're saying is that someone with this kind of specialized knowledge that he's acquired yes. over the years as a techni- yes. technical expert will enable him to possibly be going, applying under EB1A. Correct. And, and the chances are, have you had customers or clients, rather, who've actually done this? We've done several of them. We, we are considered to be one of the best in that field. I do the, I do the cases. Ah, I see. And so, George, what so, are the 10 categories? Yeah. Huh? What uh, are the 10 categories that you have to okay, qualify so under? 10 criteria yeah. that, that we use, and we'll talk about how we, how we manage this, how we kind of shape this, how we curate this. Yes. It's, it's, okay, so, the, so the, out of the 10, not all of them, uh, all of them for scientists, there are also some criteria that go for the artists. Mm-hmm. Okay, so artists include, are, are included in this too. And mm-hmm. I've done several artists. I've done film directors, I've done actors, right. uh, athletes in this field. Okay, so the, the first one is evidence of lesser nationally or internationally recognized prizes or awards for excellence. Okay. Now, when they say lesser nationally or internationally recognized, that means lesser than a Nobel Prize. Ah, okay. okay. Lesser than a Pulitzer Prize, maybe, right? Uh-huh. But but there are other awards that people are given uh, to recognize what they do, mm-hmm. right? Recently, I saw something. Uh, I think uh, Mr. Rao, who got uh, a math uh, award uh, for his statistics, uh, work in statistics. I don't know if you guys read that. Uh, no. He was 102 years old. Oh yes, yes, oh, yes I read yes. about that. Yeah, you, you saw that, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, so there are other prizes that that we we can show that they have done, not necessarily international. There can be national awards. Okay, so that's one. And sometimes we find people who have got that kind of award. George, we'll have to There's list. The second one is evidence of your membership in associations in the field which demand outstanding achievement of their members. Ah, okay, like a Menza now Club. Which means you're, you, you are, you are invited to a very prestigious organization because of what you've done. Right. Right? It's not just you, if you pay a fee and you get in, get in there, or, or, or any other way that you get in there is not recognized as, as special membership. George, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to interrupt you real quick. We're going to be going to a yeah. commercial break in about sure. a minute, and then we'll have you yes. back on for another 10 minutes. But if yes, we sir. can speed this up a little bit. You go right ahead. The, the third criteria? Okay, okay. Third criteria. So the, the evidence of published material. Now, let me linger a little bit on the, uh, on the association. So 
associations, you know, many associations will invite you to join that that group. Mm-hmm. Okay, so because they know that you have the expertise, they want your name on 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 their on their list, so they can say, hey, he's a member of our organization. But recently, we are fighting one case where they refused this criteria, uh, and 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 uh, just a quick thing of the way I've argued. I hope they'll 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 take my argument. The argument I made is they said, well, listen, this this membership, this is the uh, American Petroleum Institute. Okay, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so they said hey, anybody can become a member of the API and all that. But this just turns out this guy, uh, uh, George. Is, George, is, let uh, me interrupt you. We yeah. are now going to be going to commercial break. I'll be oh, right okay. back. Let's do it. Okay. U.S. news, world news, movie reviews, and local community roundup every Saturday, four to six p.m. on Masala ninety-eight point seven FM. Hi, I'm Jawahar. I'm Sanchali, and I'm Pramod. Indo-American News Radio. तेरे कंगन पर लगी सेफ्टी पिन बताती है कि तेरे पास मेरी हर मुसीबत का इलाज है मुझे सब है पता है ना तेरी खोई नींदों का हिसाब तो नहीं चुका पाऊंगा मैं पर मदर्स डे पर तेरी सेफ्टी पिन के बदले एक नया हीरो का कंगन जरूर लाऊंगा मैं स्पेशल डायमंड कलेक्शन फॉर मदर्स डे ओनली एट महाराजा ज्वेलर्स क्योंकि महाराजा में माँ है मेरी माँ 5821 Hillcroft 713-784-5673 Maharaja bringing diamonds to life A wedding is a once in a lifetime milestone to celebrate in grand fashion. Margaritaville Lake Resort Lake Conroe provides the space and splendor. For the ultimate South Asian wedding experience, exquisite indoor and outdoor venues for up to 600 guests, all suite guest rooms overlooking the beautiful Lake Conroe, and a variety of multi-day amenities and events for a truly one-of-a-kind wedding. All is possible at Margaritaville. Call 936-448-3103 now to plan the wedding of your dreams. Looking for fresh homemade spices? Chandrika Masala is the place. Chandrika Masala retail outlet at factory location, one three two two zero Murphy Road. Chandrika Masala, one hundred percent homemade spices, atas and chutneys. Seven one three seven eight nine three zero eight eight. Chandrikamasala dot com. Seven one three seven eight nine three zero eight eight. Crime. Politics, finances, climate change. Ah, sometimes it gets to be a bit too much. At Indo-American News Unplugged, we bring voice to your feelings. Call in to talk, share, or disagree with Sanjali and Jawahar. And listen to Jyoti playing songs based on Indian classical music with Pramod and Sudhir. So call Indo-American News Unplugged. Kick back and listen up, folks. It'll make you feel better every Saturday. Listen to Masala Radio, three to six p.m. Indo. American news. Welcome back, everybody. We're talking to George Willie, uh, eminent uh, immigration attorney. George, you were talking about the EB one A type of visa and the ten <coughs> classific uh, criteria that you could apply under. Uh, we went down to uh, criteria number two, which was membership in in specialized uh, societies and so on. And the number three was the publications. Right. Right, and so, so I just want—I was kind of talking about number two membership thing, which we had just recently argued. So, so API—you know—you're you're in the industry, you can become a member of that organization. However, 
inside the organization, there are subcommittees to which you're only invited to those. And these are, you know, API sets the standards for uh, infrastructure, uh, petroleum, you know, infrastructure like, you know, the, the, the rigs, the, the cranes and so forth and so on. So uh, my guy was, a, was an expert, he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a civil engineer, uh, and he was an, uh, no, uh, structural engineer, where, with he was, he's an expertise in, in cranes. So his company hired him for that, and, and he says an association that, that he belongs to. Uh, it's the, uh, so, so he, what he did, this was, they, they invited him to the subcommittee. So, so they said, well, we, membership API is just you pay a fee and you become a member. So we argued that his membership in the subcommittee was not fee-paid membership, okay? So we said, listen, you can be, you, to become a Catholic is easy. All you have to do is get baptized. But if you want to become a cardinal in the Catholic Church, right, that's a different type of membership, isn't it? Yes. So <laughs> we, are, we argue, we'll see what they say, tell, tell us about it. That, that, that. So, so that's the kind of arguments we make. But anyway, the, the third one is the evidence of published material about you in professional or major publications or other major media. So that means people have talked about you. People have said, said oh, this guy's great. He's done such and such a thing. Uh, he's, 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 uh, uh, you know, sometimes, you know, newspapers or magazines or journals will talk about what you have done. And so if you, if you have enough and, and substantive things in, in, in some good magazines or trade publications, we can use that and we use that a lot. And the fourth one is the evidence that you have been asked to judge the works of others, either individually or on a panel. So here, you know, often people who have that kind of expertise are called upon to judge other people's work. You know, in, in a panel, they are asked to come and say, hey, give your opinion about so-and-so. Uh, George, and, uh, and sometimes even internally, they are asked to review other people's work. So right. we have used that well, and this criteria is often, uh, this is one criteria that we see them approving uh, many times. Okay, so George, uh, we've got about five minutes before we have to go to our next guest, but yeah. I, very quickly, could you just itemize the other eight criteria? Yes, I will. Uh, so, so the, the next one is evidence of original scientific, scholarly, artistic, athletic, or business-related contributions of major significance in the world. In other words, original, original right. contributions to any of these fields. Okay? Uh, uh, the next one is evidence for authorship of scholarly articles in uh, professional or major trade publications or the major media. And right. now I'll come back to that. Obviously, that's self-described, right? It's right. evidence of yeah. authorship of scholarly articles. Evidence of the, the next one is evidence of work that you display that artistic exhibitions and showcases. Clearly, that's for artists, right? Yeah. They're exhibited in museums or whatever. Evidence of your performance of a leading or critical role in distinguished organizations. Now, this becomes important because, you know, in places like Slumberjay, if a guy found a new way to, uh, to you know, find out where there's oil, then, you know, that, that is a critical role, you know, it translates into money for, for Slumberjay. So the next one is evidence that you come a high salary. Again, this is something that we use a lot. We do some, we bring some surveys to show how, how high this guy's salary is, and that's one of the criteria. And the last one is evidence of your commercial success 
in the performing arts. Again, this is for artists who have either dancers or uh, or painters or sculptors who, who, who and these are for performing artists, or actors who have, uh, you know, who have had great commercial success. So, for instance, uh, Meryl Streep would, would fit into that, right? Yes, yes. So, so these are the 10 criteria. We have to show three of them. Mm-hmm. And then that's how you make the case. The point I was going to make was about the publication. When, whenever you talk about EB1A to someone, as I said to your neighbor or to that uncle, he will say, well, you don't have publications. You have not uh, written publication. You are not, they have not been published and all this. So you don't qualify. Nonsense. The, this is only one of the 10 criteria. Mm-hmm. You don't have to prove that. Yes. And I... many times these people have not written anything. Right, I understand. This is where they're discouraging these folks from fighting. Mm, okay, okay. Yeah. Well, well, this is a very, very helpful for a lot of people who are wondering yeah. what the next step would be. So if you fall in the EB, if you can apply under EB1A with, and fall in one of these, or three of these categories out of yeah. the 10, then the possibilities right. of, being, um, of changing your status are very high. So, and and and, yes. this, and the second thing and that's very really, depends on how you how you, may, how you how you take the clay and make the pot. And and furthermore, what is really uh, driving a lot of this also is that it, it is current as of February twenty twenty two, which is only a year away. Yes. yes. So, so rather than the EB one, which is the current status for the applications, is January twenty eleven, which is. 12 that's years in 12 years wow wow that's that's yeah. so very helpful um folks we're talking to george willie and uh, george would you like to throw out your phone number in case people want to reach you yes sure 281-265-2522 and that is 281-265-2522 and please do call george he is very well known in the field and he knows the ins and outs, as you just discovered. So, George, thank you very much once again for calling in, and, and we appreciate all the all the support you give us. And have a happy Mother's Day uh, with uh, your your children and and your lovely wife. Thank you. We'll do, and same to all you guys and your your listeners as well. All right, sir. Thank you Thanks, so much, George. Take care. Thank you. Take care. Bye bye. Well, we are going to be going to our next guest, and she sh- she'll be calling in. She She's is already, already on holding phone. on the line, Jawahar. Oh, okay. So I'll uh, give a brief uh, bio of Deepa Vardarajan. She's an author. She lives in Atlanta with her husband and two children. She's a law professor and a graduate of Yale Law School. She grew up in Texas and received her BA from the University of Texas at Austin. Her short fiction has appeared in the Georgia Review and Colorado Review, and her legal scholarship has appeared in the Yale Law Journal and many other publications. Her first novel, Late Bloomers, is a target book club pick. So we do have Deepa Vardarajan on the line joining us from Atlanta to talk about her uh, book, which is her first novel, which is called Late Bloomers. So welcome to our show, Deepa. Can you hear us? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes, yes, yes. We can hear you, and I don't hear the buzzing anymore. Magic Deepa. of technology. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. We are so, so happy to have you me. with us and glad you could make the time. Oh, well, thank you so much for having me. I'm happy to be here. Yes, and happy Mother's Day in advance to you, since you have two children, I noticed. 
Oh, yes. Thank you. Yes. Deepa, I have to tell you that ever since I got your book, I've been reading it. I haven't put it down. This is, I didn't think I'd get so much into this book, but my God, it's, you have a lot of twists and turns in here. (laughs) I'm glad you're enjoying it. So uh, Deepa, uh, Brother Rajan, this is her debut novel, as you just mentioned, Sanjali. And uh, she is, um, she, uh, and but she's also, uh, well, I'm giving this away, but Deepa is also an attorney. Yes, but no, it was in her bio I read about. Right, but, yeah. but the way she's written the book. She went she, to she, Yale Law School. She, the way she's written the book, it's, it's chapters, and each chapter is one of the main characters in the, in the, in the novel. Oh, okay. The, the father, Suresh, the mother, Lata, the daughter, Priya, and the, the son, uh, Nikesh, right? Right. Right, and and she brings them back and forth like uh, witnesses <laughs> coming oh, to a stand. Okay. So she does. She's got forty six chapters, something like that, forty two chapters, and then every, she'll rotate them through, and then each one of them tells the story according to the the, the first person. Uh, oh, okay. Okay, their perspective. Right. Yeah, their got it. Got which it, is got it. which is. Kind of like having multiple short stories all going at once, you know. So, so and bef- before you go into the details, let me just quickly tell you: this is the story of an immigrant Indian couple settled in Texas, who divorce after thirty-six years of an arranged marriage, and how they and their two kids deal with the upheaval. She explores so many facets of the immigrant psyche and the cultural conflicts that uh, the story she weaves may seem very personal to many desis. So so it really will, you know, uh, resonate with all of us because a lot of us have come from the motherland and, you know, have settled over here. So tell us about your novel, Deepa. Sure. Well, thank you so much. So just as you said, the, the novel focuses on the Raman family, an Indian-American family in a fictional Texas college town. And the couple at the center of this story, Lata and Suresh, have recently divorced after 36 years of an arranged marriage. It was Lata's decision to leave, one that she struggled with. But now they're both in the process of, or they're all in the process of starting over. So Lata has her first job outside the home at a university library, which she loves. And a professor there asked her out, which is this totally new and nerve-wracking experience mm-hmm. for her. And, a, uh, and her ex-husband, Suresh, he's, he's trying online dating for the first time, and it's not going at all how he expected. So are they looking so, for Desi partners or any, anyone to date? Well, well Suresh is using uh, a dating site that is specifically for people of Indian origin. Right. So he, he is looking for uh, you know, a, a new relationship with a, a person of Indian origin. Okay. But, you know, they're, they're both doing these things outside of their comfort zone. Lata's asked out by someone who is not of Indian origin. Uh-huh. So that's a very new experience for her. And meanwhile, there are two 30-something-year-old children, Priya and Nikesh. They are struggling to adapt to their parents' changed lives. Uh, and they're also going through some messy relationship issues of their own, which they're hiding from their parents. So in the process of this novel, there's a lot of, keeping of secrets, discovering of secrets, sort of family members coming apart and and trying to find their way back together. Yeah. So does any personal experience play a part in in the (laughs) storyline? It's not autobiographical um, or or even semi-autobiographical. The one commonality is that the setting is a university town in Texas, and I grew up 
uh, in a university town in Texas. So you, the, the you, setting was inspired by where I grew up. You, you, you grew uh, up in College Station, and then you went to UT Austin, right? That's right. That's yeah. right. Uh, and the family in this novel, uh, you know, they're, they're a Tamil-speaking family, and, you know, that's, I grew up in a Tamil-speaking family also, and so a lot of sort of the references to food and various cultural things are informed by my experience. Uh, and I should also say, you know, my parents had an arranged marriage. So l- lucky for me, theirs was a very successful one. They've been married for almost five decades. They're a very compatible couple. Um, but I will say, you know, there were various points in my growing up where I thought to myself, you know, what if it had gone a different way, you know? And so in some ways, this novel is sort of, a, a, you know, that alternate path is sort of hypothetical what if. Right. And actually, you do talk about the uh, this happy and successful marriage of both Suresh and, and Lata's parents. So, so you you know that 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 does come into to the story. Um, you know what I find that would help a lot of people uh, uh, to to make a decision to buy the book, which came out <laughs> earlier this year. I mean, earlier in May, right? May the second. Yeah, May second. Right. It's not too long ago. Not mm-hmm. too long ago, but um, one of the things that uh, I was that I keeps me going back to read the book is that there's so many signposts that you can relate to. You can relate to the McDonald's, and then she throws in a reference to going to a Starbucks or something like that. At the same time, talks about some of the foods, the, the idli, the dosa, and lata. Uh, she talks about the, the rasam that she makes and so on. So, so there are so many different things that, that help people to relate, relate to, to it. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes. So th- uh, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead, promote. Okay. Well, uh, this story is about divorce. So uh, what is your perspective on divorce? Because divorce is uh, frowned upon in the Indian community. Uh, but I think in certain cases, uh, divorce is necessary. Uh, what's your opinion? Well, you know, one of the interesting things is that I have in my life known Indian Americans been close to Indian Americans, had Indian American friends whose parents have divorced. And I haven't often seen that depicted in novels and popular culture. Right. And I especially, I think it's pretty rare, actually, to see this portrayal of two late 50-something Indian Americans trying for this chance at reinvention, you know, trying for the second chance. Uh, and so when I began writing the story, I mean, it was motivated in part by me knowing people who had experienced something like this and thinking to myself, well, you know, I want to read that story where... You know, the parents and their adult children are all going through romantic turmoil at the same time. I hadn't really read a story like that. And so I decided I wanted to, you know, write the story I wanted to read. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes we notice, you know, people just grow apart. It's not like there are huge differences or, you know, they're into a lot of, you know, um, what should I say, um, they have a lot of fights or whatever, but people just grow apart. Although they live under the same roof, they find different interests and they grow in their own different ways. And that often, you know, leads to the divorce. Do you think that's true? I definitely think that's true. And, uh, you know, I think even in this this novel, it was Lessa's decision to initiate the divorce. And I do think she struggled with that decision. So, you know, she talks about, Earlier on, they had these moments of connection in their marriage, but you know, over time, they definitely grew apart. Right. Uh, and 
you know, she felt lonely in a lot of yes, a lot of yes. marriage, right? And she right. has this phrase where she says, it started to feel like, you know, walking on a field of landmines. She had to weigh right, everything out right, of her mouth right. and worried that it would create a reaction. And she sort of wants some peace and some calm. And, Correct. Um, you know, and, but the thing is that she also feels a sense of duty and obligation. So this right. wasn't a decision she felt ready to take when her children were growing up, when they were younger, when they were in the home. Deepa, we um, will be uh, Deepa. sorry to cut you, but oh, we sure. we will be going to a short commercial break of two minutes. So we will be having you back right after the commercial break. Folks, we are talking to Deepa Vardarajan, the author of Late Bloomers. We will be right back after the commercial break. Don't go away. Yeah, we want to learn everything that we can about Deepa's no, uh, smashing yeah, new novel. Yeah, then we have to all read it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank right. you. Deepa, don't go away. We'll be right back. Okay. You're listening to Masala Radio, 107.5 KGLK, HD4, Lake Jackson, and 98.7 FM, K254BZ, Fairbanks. Masala. Indo-American News Radio. India News. U.S. News. World News. Movie Reviews. And Local Community Roundup. Every Saturday. 4 to 6 p.m. On Masala 98.7 FM. Hi, I'm Jawahar. I'm Sanchali. And I'm Pramod. Indo-American News Radio. Amerijuve announces amazing deals for May. Spring into your summer body. Laser hair removal. Buy one area, get another free. Gift card sale. Purchase $500, get $125 extra. Extra $125 is not eligible for injectables or product purchase. Deals valid until May 31st. Call for your appointment, 713-960-6262 or visit amerijuve.com. Amerijuve. Look good, feel good. If you think you're keeping up with the news, tell us what you know. Get on the Indo-American News Radio Quiz Show. I think I know this. The only quiz of its kind on Desi Radio. In the U.S. And win points, a prize, laughs, and make friends. To get on the Indo-American News Radio, email today. News at yahoo.com or call 713-789-6397. Indo-American News Radio on Masala 90. 8.7 FM every Saturday 3 to 6 PM with Jawahar Sanchali Pramod and Jyoti. Crime, politics, finances, climate change. Ah, sometimes it gets to be a bit too much. At Indo-American News Unplugged, we bring voice to your feelings. Call in to talk, share, or disagree with Sanchali and Jawahar. And listen to Jyoti playing songs based on Indian classical music with Pramod and Sudhir. So call Indo-American News Unplugged. Kick back and listen up, folks. It'll make you feel better. Every Saturday, listen to Masala Radio, 3 to 6 p.m. Indo-American News. Welcome back, everybody. We're talking to Deepa Radharajan about her book, a debut novel called Late Bloomers. Yeah, and it is, I've been putting a lot of hours reading this book, uh, Deepa. Every time I, I have a few minutes, I'll go back to it. I'm just hooked. And I, I, I have to tell you, one of the reasons why I'm hooked is because I can see myself in some of these chapters. Mm. And that, I think that's the, the important, uh, that's the thing that would make it very relatable to a lot of desis Correct. as opposed to non-desis. You know, I know that you, you want a broader um, market, but 
but certainly this is something that that would uh, would uh, get them interested. Uh, did you talk about some of the characters? I had to be off for a little bit. Did you talk mm-hmm. about any of the characters? So one of my uh, Deepa, I'm uh, yes. I, I'm going to uh, divulge a couple of things about the book without giving away some of the salient features. But Suresh is the father, who mm-hmm. is. Uh, is desperate to find companionship. He's he's really not very happy living alone where it is. And through internet dating, he's been able to find a, a few people that he goes around all over. He's driving like hours and hours to go and to meet them. And he meets this one woman who eventually, the you know, is, uh, becomes a, a little bit more attached to him. And then Lata is the one with who has never dated in her life before. And so she's, she's being... Uh, pursued by a uh, professor uh, who who hands her a CD as an opening p- a gift, and she she takes that CD and and she starts nurturing these these thoughts about possible romance, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, the uh, the daughter Priya, on the other hand, is having uh, real difficulties with relationships, and she's involved with a married man. And then the 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 son the uh, um, what's his name Nikesh Nikesh, yeah. Nikesh he's, he is he's afraid of telling his parents about uh, whether is he gay No 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 he's involved with the, this white uh, woman very pretty white attorney who he works with and uh, he's eventually and had a child with this this. This woman, but he's afraid to tell his parents whether they're married or not. Uh-huh. Okay, so anyway, uh, to me, you know, the one uh, person I could really relate to very well is the <laughs> father. <laughs> no, 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 Nikesh. Nikesh, Nikesh. Oh. I could relate to Nikesh really well. <laughs> okay, so we need to investigate this further. <laughs> uh, but Jawahar's but, story. <laughs> but 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 I I love the fact that as a woman you're able to come up with subtle ways of explaining uh, the the male s- the sexual innuendos in the movie in, in, in the, the in the book. book. And uh, and uh, you do that so well. Uh, so, uh, do you have a passage from the book that's your favorite that you might want to read? Oh goodness, um, I have a lot of uh, passages that I I like. Do you do you want me to just read yeah, just, just a little pick bit one. in the beginning, or it's, no, no, it's just, totally up to you. Just yeah. want something that you find. Is um, might be a would hook grab for, the interest of our yeah, uh, listeners. Hook for readers. Yes. yes. Um, well, why don't I? Why don't I just start at the beginning? Okay. okay. That's often, Sounds good. That's Sounds often good. a part that uh, uh, reader or that you know readers may be interested in. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So this is uh, from the perspective of Suresh. He starts out the novel, uh, and it begins. All these internet women lie. I tell you. All of them. <laughs> everyone in. But it's also what keeps you from trusting a word. Sometimes the lies are about the fundamentals. Previous marriages, whether they have kids, what line of work they're in. Oh, and age. Age is a big one. The last date I went on was with a woman whose profile said 41. Impossible. There wasn't a chance that Ms. Mitchell, formerly Mrs. Mitchell, was a day under 50. <laughs> <laughs> My son, Nikesh, laughed at me when I told him about that one. But, Dad, he said, you are 59. Well, that may be, but I didn't go around grossly exaggerating for sport. I was more reasonable about it all. 
On my profile, I describe myself as Suresh Laman, a healthy and active, 5'10", 55-year-old divorced man of Indian origin. All right, so 55 was four years ago. The height was a rough estimate. An active was only an accurate description if it included toenail clipping while watching CNN in my carpeted den. <laughs> but, but these were reasonable deviations from the truth. RDTs, I called them. So long as you kept it reasonable, where was the harm, really? That's very nice. I see the sense of humor throughout, you know. Yes. So that would keep, uh, you know. Keep our interest. Yeah, yeah. Readers would be totally hooked. So, so. I, there, there, there is a lot of humor throughout the book because I, I am very much drawn to, you know, books that combine humor, but also, you know, seriousness and heartbreak and sort of interweave those two together. So yeah. um, in my reading life, I'm always very interested in that. And, you know, you mentioned something about writing from the male perspective. And I have to say, one of the things that really draws me to fiction writing and reading fiction, for that matter, is this, you know, ability to be in another character's head, somebody who may be, you know, a different, from, you know, a different gender, a different age, but you have this chance to really try to empathize and connect with someone who may be different than you. And that, that draws me to writing fiction and that draws me to reading fiction. Mm -hmm. So I'm already thinking there'll be a movie made on <laughs> this uh, storyline. <laughs> Has anyone approached you <laughs> yet? Oh, that would be lovely if, yeah. that, if, if something like that And happened. so yes. there's a follow-up question to that. Do you have another novel in mind? Well, I am working on something, but it's probably too early to call it a novel yet. So okay. right now it's really just some, you know, themes and character sketches. But it is about an Indian uh, family, Indian-American family. And, uh, you know, it does deal with some similar themes of, uh, you know, parents and their adult children and communication issues between the two and uh, adult sibling relationships and old wounds and regrets and rivalries and you know, secret keeping and kind of growing apart and coming back together. So Sounds yeah, like a perfect soap opera. <laughs> <laughs> so is this what you're you doing? Need, full... You need to add a few uh, a murder here or there. <laughs> <laughs> murder. <laughs> so Deepa, is this what you do full time now or do you still practice law? Well, actually, I'm a law professor. That oh, okay. So you teach. Yes. Okay, okay, okay. I because do. I didn't see I that do. in your bio. So, okay. All right. Yes, yes. I, I am a law professor. Um, and, uh, you know, I enjoy that very much. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, and uh, so that's sort of the other um, sort of fulfills another part of my brain. So, so. that's amazing that <laughs> so, you make time, you know, to so write novels. Deepa, you and I, we talked about this yesterday, uh, that you're doing something for both sides of your brain, and uh, this is the creative side that, that really needed nurturing, and you finally did it. It took her 10 years to write this book. Oh, uh -huh. really? Uh -huh. Yeah. The next one will be quicker, I can guarantee well, you. No, oh, goodness, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> so you started off by... and in, Because there's some references here to... Obama and so on. So that's when it starts to get a little, then you start to piece it together. That it's been a while since you wrote this book. But uh, I, uh, I can relate to how she needs to work for both sides of her brain, huh, Pramod? Uh, certainly. Both you and I have done that. Yes. <laughs> so Deepa, how can one get hold of the book? Oh, yes. So it is available everywhere. Um, you know, the, the Penguin Random House site has links to everything. Also, you can order it. Amazon, Target, 
uh, Barnes and Noble, your favorite independent bookstore. Uh, so it should be it should be available everywhere. Uh, Deepa, I'm going to read a little passage. I don't know if you uh, have read from this, but there's a little passage here that that I thought it was really neat the way you wrote this down because this is exactly how somebody might write down a list of things that they're worried about or concerned about. So she made a list. Suresh is making a list. When Malika and her little son Bobby, they arrive at his doorstep, he wrote a little list about uh, the things that he learned about Malika's life. And, you know, when you're reading this, you're going through the whole novel, you're reading the story, and then suddenly this list pops up and you think, man, this is pretty neat. (laughs) So he, he, he itemized it. She had a son. Obviously, her husband Ajay was not in fact named Ajay. His name was Praveen. Ajay slash Praveen was not in fact dead. <laughs> she and Praveen were not in fact divorced. They were, however, separated. They separated months ago because Praveen, some kind of an investment consultant character, had squandered. Could I just stop you right there, just in case, not to spoil anything? Yeah, no. No. Okay, okay, okay. He okay, doesn't okay. want you yeah. to read anymore. All right, all right, all right, all right. Please okay. respect her wishes. He is a fan of lists. You are right about that. Is, that is that is amazing though. Just so a little he, bit that he read. He he has a list of eight items. And I thought it was really pretty neat the way that he put, she she put this together. Yeah, the publisher of our newspaper was always a list person. So he would call you and he'd go through his list. Number one, number two, number three. Right. So I I would highly recommend to people to get the book because it has so many things, like I said, that you could relate to. All the, the food references is one thing. It makes me hungry sometimes. Uh, so, Deepa, do you cook? Oh, my goodness. So I come from a line of wonderful cooks. My mother is an amazing cook, and all growing up, we had these wonderful meals every night, which I so appreciate now because I I realize all the effort that must have gone into that. Uh, My grandmother, my maternal grandmother, also is a tremendous cook, and I I feel like if she had been born at a different time, she would have had a show on the Food Network. Mm. <laughs> Very, so you is know, it all like typical Tamil food or is it all kinds of food? Yes. No, um, you know, um, lemon rice, all kinds of rasam, sambar, dosa. I mean, just amazing uh, Tamil food. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and unfortunately, I am a terrible cook. Oh, <laughs> no. Oh, no. Which is a shame. And I, um, my husband is a wonderful cook, but I am a terrible cook. And I do feel, though, that I need to step up and learn so that these family recipes don't just end with me. So I would feel very terrible. Because there's a lot of references in the novel to food. Oh, so you're okay. a foodie, I'm guessing. Yes. You love... I love eating food. Yes. yes. <laughs> I am a big fan of... So do you, of, you know, eat all kinds of food or do you restrict yourself to South Indian? Oh, no, no. All kinds of food. Okay. I'm, I'm okay. a pretty adventurous okay. eater. So, okay. yes. Um, and... So there are quite a few food references uh, in the novel, and uh, yes. Yeah, so, well, now uh, one thing that I don't, I, I don't think I asked you, but why did, why did, why did it take you ten years to write the novel? Yeah. So you know, it's interesting. I, I look back now, and, and I'm, I'm not entire, entirely sure why it took me this, this long. I didn't work on it continuously. I will say that. So I started it many years ago. Um, when I was working at a law firm, very long hours at a law firm, and I would once a week take a creative writing class. It was my first class um, that I had taken like that. 
And when I started, I started with the character of Suresh, and I thought I was writing a short story. Like, I didn't think I was writing a novel. And I tried to write the short story. I couldn't get it to work as a short story. And so I sort of put it away and worked on other projects and, you know, was very, um, you know, busy with, with work, and I sort of put it away for a while. And then a few years later, I came back to it because I had not forgotten about him or the story. And as I started working on it again, I started thinking a lot more about his ex-wife, Hoppa, and his daughter, Priya, and those characters' voices started coming into my head. Mm-hmm. And so I started writing chapters from their points of view. And that was the point I started realizing, okay, this is probably a novel. Um, and, and so from that point on, I just, you know, I, was, I didn't really have a clear plan. So some, some writers work out of an outline. Yeah. Um, and, and, I, and I don't do that. And, you know, at various I, I, I wish I did because I, I have the suspicion that things will go faster if I do. And <laughs> I, I, have, I have tried, but I haven't been able to, to successfully do that. Even if I have an outline, I tend to you know, veer far away from what my outline said. And so, um, and so it was really just a process of trial and error. Lots, you know, oh goodness, I can't even tell you how many pages got thrown away in the course of writing and rewriting the novel, the writing the various chapters. And so, you know, it was, it was just a lot of trial, of trial and error and sort of feeling my way in the dark and try to figure out how to write this novel. And so, yeah, it took me, it took me a very long time. It was a terribly inefficient process. Right, but, but you were able to refine it quite a bit, I mean, over the years, because, you know, like I said, there are references to Obama in one of them, and then you, you probably uh, had to update all these references. Right. I hope someone yeah. approaches you for movie rights, and if so, would you be doing the script as well for the movie if that happens? Oh God! No, Sanchali <laughs> is looking at me like she wants to play the role of Lata. Oh, no, 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 no! <laughs> oh goodness! Other oh, well, daughter Priya. Yeah. <laughs> no, Sanchali right. and Priya are not about the same age, but Lata, yeah, okay. yeah, all right, okay. Well, you know, it, it, it's just a lot of writing and rewriting, and you're right, it is set in 2009, um, and, you know, there were times where I wondered, okay, should I change the time period? But I will tell you, I was revising uh, this novel in part during the pandemic, oh, okay. and I do, you know, it was obviously a very stressful period for a lot of people, and if you were a parent, you were Zoom schooling your children at home, and it was all very stressful, and and I have to say, it was really wonderful to be able to work on this novel and be able to sort of step into a time portal into 2009 for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, you know? it does feel a little bit like that. You got this yeah. time portal thing. And Deepa, uh, yeah. uh, did you get help from the publisher's agent or did you have some mentors who helped you in the process of rewriting? Oh, well, I, I definitely, in the course of writing this novel over several, you know, many years, I participated in a lot of workshops and uh-huh. conferences and learned a lot from teachers and mentors. And I think especially early on, for me, it was so important to have the encouragement because, you know, like I said, when I started, I was a lawyer. I did not think of myself as a writer. I thought of myself as, you know, someone who went to law school and was a lawyer and wanted to, you know, write fiction also. And I took these initial steps, taking these classes and I feel so fortunate that there were teachers who really encouraged me and said, you know, you are a writer. You should keep going with this. And I think especially in the beginning, somebody really needs to hear that because, you know, a novel, you're, you're committing to something for several years where you don't know if it's going to work and if you can pull it together and make it work. And so having that encouragement 
you know, having people who've read parts of it feel like you should keep going. All of that was really important and very helpful for me. Yeah, I see. Well, yeah, this is always uh, an evolutionary pro process, writing a, a story or, you know, we're so accustomed to writing articles, which are short stories in a way, and that we mm -hmm. we go through the same process and trying to figure things out. Um, Deepa, Brother Rajan, thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate uh, the insight to this novel. It's, the novel is called Late Bloomers. It's available in bookstores and, of course, on, online. And uh, we, uh, if you want a signed copy by Lata, you're going to have to go visit her in Atlanta. <laughs> and, and I I'm, also say uh, there, my uh, website is deepavaradarajan.com, and there's also by links to the book there, too. So. I see. Okay. And thank you so much for having me. I've really enjoyed no, the conversation. It, it was our pleasure entirely. So thank you so very much for joining us and telling us about your book. Really looking forward to reading it. All thank, right. Thank you, thank Deepa. You. Thank you. Thank you so much. Take bye. Care. bye. You too. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Jawahar. I'm Sanchali. And I'm Prabhon. Indo-American News Radio. Mothers are like glue, holding the family together. Treat your lovely mothers to a Mother's Day special buffet at Mahesh's Kitchen. Sunday, May 14th, 11 a.m. to 5 p.m., $35 per person. Or bring her to enjoy a special dinner with live music, 7 to 10 p.m. Mahesh's Kitchen, high-end ambience, authentic Indian cuisine. In Sugarland Town Center, for reservations, 281-937-7796. Or visit Mahesh'sKitchen.com. Crime, politics, finances, climate change. Ah, sometimes it gets to be a bit too much. At Indo-American News Unplugged, we bring voice to your feelings. Call in to talk, share, or disagree with Sanchali and Jawahar. And listen to Jyoti playing songs based on Indian classical music with Pramod and Sudhir. So call Indo-American News Unplugged. Kick back and listen up, folks. It'll make you feel better. Every Saturday, listen to Masala Radio, 3 to 6 p.m. Indo-American News. Welcome back, everyone. As you already know, you are listening to Indo-American News Radio. And uh, a new movie just released in India and the U.S. It's called The Kerala Story. And it's based on true events about a group of Hindu girls who converted to Islam and then fled to Syria to fight alongside the ISIS forces. The number of girls involved are estimated to range from 60 to several thousand. The movie has created an uproar with demands for a full investigation. So we are very fortunate to be joined by two people who saw the private screening last night in Houston, and they are Ramdas Kadhe and Hari Shivaraman. And they will be telling us about their reactions to the movie. So welcome to the studio and welcome to our show, uh, Ramdas and Hari. Thank Shivaraman. Would you like to be uh, preferred to be called Shivaraman or Hari? He Hari. 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 And yeah. you Ramdas. Ramdas Hari. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. So very fortunate to have you with us and tell us how about did you yourself. like the movie? <laughs> oh, first a brief first intro about, about yourself. Yes. Uh, hi, Namaste. My name is Hari Shivaraman. I belong to Kerala and the middle of Kerala. That's actually my birthplace. I've been here in the U.S. for the last um, 18, 20 years. Uh, I am the president of a Malayali organization 
is called Malayali Association of North American Hindus. Okay. Mantra, that is the National Organization for Hindu Malayalis. Uh-huh. Where we are uniting people, also making awareness about Hinduism and getting them together and trying to help people in Kerala. Mm-hmm. So we have been facing this problem for a long time and we as... Um, Hold on. Let, let's Let ask. us. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Hi, this is Ramdas. So I belongs to uh, the north part of Kerala. So mostly all the issues which uh, they are offering is part of northern side of Kerala. Oh, And I that's see. what in this movie also majority of the so not I cannot I cannot say that the majority of the cases, but the uh, most cases we can see. Tell us a little but, bit about right, yourself. Yeah. First. So okay, yeah, definitely. So here, definitely. I, yeah. Uh, yeah, I work for the various organizations here, which is mostly non-profit organization. Apart from my work, so here I am supporting this mandra and other temple organization and many other non-profit organization. But so both both of you gentlemen, you saw the movie yesterday. Yes. Right. And was uh, where did you see the movie? This was uh, in AMC. AMC here in Sugarland. Yes, yes. There was a private show yesterday evening. Private show yesterday. Otherwise, it's 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 at the Cinemark. Yes, it's everywhere. Actually, it's, the, um, it's in AMC Sugarland. There's a regular show going on. Yes. There's a three four shows. I yes. Think. I and there's in Cinemark. There is in Regal Cinema. And, and there's only four, I think five or six places. Oh, okay. theaters in and what, what about, uh, was the private screening yesterday, was it, uh, the hall was full? Yes, it's full and there was a lot of demand. We cannot meet the demand for, I think. I yeah, okay. I think yeah. I'll go purchase my tickets what, in advance because in advance. I'm noticing, yeah, the tickets what, are what, what, uh, the, the, uh, and who, who, who paid for the private screening? Was it by the community or? Yeah, by the community. I see, okay. The, All right, so mantra you, organization, uh, mantra maybe. and the other communities. Okay, so uh, uh, the the you're you said that you're a Malayali Hindu. Yes, and you you head up that organization. Yes, H- are there many Malayali Hindus in Houston? Yeah. Yes. No. Before that, I'd like to ask you what percentage of Keralaites are Hindu? Uh, in according to the last census that is revealed it should be around 45 percentage okay but for the last two census they did not publish the census report for the last two so in so my it's going down it's going, going down, down. Yeah. okay that's because what the population is changing so drastically there so my uh, hindu organizations estimate it should be Below 35 Oh my God. Now. But a lot of the, you are so uh, Christians, right? What are the No, rest? the thing is that that is the interesting fact in Kerala, especially you can see that a couple of years back, the last census also, the Christian community is also going down. The, oh. Their yes. census. Yeah. So, so the Muslim so, community is increasing. Yes, they so are dominating. How, how ma- how, 35% Hindus, how many Christians? Yeah, almost 23, 24. And it's, yeah. they are coming down. And the rest is Muslim. Muslims. So 23, let's say, so almost 60% of the population is either Hindu or Christian, and 40% is, is yes, Muslim. actually now. It's in paper, but they are 23-something. 27, yeah. 27. So, so, so but the, the rest of them are Muslims then? Yes. Now. Okay. But gradually the Muslim population is increasing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. In the last um, 2022 uh, school year, the majority, more than 60% of Yeah, go ahead. Uh, more than 60% of the uh, school going school joining students are from Muslim community. Oh, so okay. that shows the the change. Yeah, oh, okay. 
and uh, what what is your feeling about the movie the movie is a real depiction of what is happened in kerala okay. what is happening in kerala i see uh, it is a combination of two three events happened two three four two three non girls that becomes um, very controversial uh-huh. so they mix up that three girl story into one oh, story okay actually. so it, yeah. it's a fiction based on real life it is not a, yeah it is a not fiction in the sense we can say that for every cinema you need to make it as a right. cinematic yeah. version yes. even though it is not a fiction it we need to convert that into a cinematic version the Certainly. real story you need to convert into cinematic version right so we can say that the real stories are there there are many names we can refer like nimisha fatima they are in the afghan jail and sonia sebastian and there are now fadia case these are all the famous examples or what is known as this is the major examples which they might have referred to make this movie okay and there are many wow. see whenever we are saying that these are all the known cases just imagine how many unknown cases will be there yes uh jawahar your friend daniel has a question for the gentleman in the studio oh okay. he's on hold I see. Would okay. you like to patch him in? Yes, sure. Okay. So I noticed the director of the movie is a Bengali, yes. uh, Shudeep yeah. Toghosh. Yes. So he makes controversial movies. Uh, yes. Okay. So Daniel, see. you're uh, you're uh, on air. Mm-hmm. What is your question? The statistics that you say the Muslims are the highest in percentage. That's utterly wrong. No, no. They didn't say okay. it's the highest in percentage. They said it's that's it's what growing. I said. It's, it's growing. growing. It's growing. It's growing. Utterly nonsense. Okay thank you sir we yes what, what do you think it is daniel that's not what we said daniel so you'll have to you pay closer to, yeah, attention if you can't listen this words yes, properly yeah, we can say that it is increasing the population that's only the things we can we never claim said it. it's the there majority there is no paper or evidence saying that that is 40 percentage or 30 percent is something you like know, that. you want to you want to create an agenda you're just talking so that the movie can be justified as seen the movie is all a lie Okay. okay. So all a lie. That's your all perspective. Lie. That's your perspective, sir. Thank, thank, thank you very much for you. calling in. Thank okay. you, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, so now uh, what Daniel was saying is 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 it a lie? It is not a lie. Yeah. If you look, uh, take up the uh, real in 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 paper, the two last two censuses have not been published. See and if you look at the last uh, last data available it is like Hindu star majority no no but uh, l- let's let's move on from that because he's saying the movie is a lie yeah, no so not. the thing is that there are many situations i can tell you if you don't know some topic and if you are not aware and experienced you can't claim that that is a lie if you have a real life example near to you and if you see some ser- uh, serious examples you can't say that it is a lie if a person will say that is a lie because they don't have any experience he might have staying in the us for long years or last 20 years have you do you have experience of women who have actually converted and we gone know, through this yeah we know a persons a person a family if she converted to a muslim and she got the she got into not into i joined into an isis or something but she got into another troubles and other issues so is this forceful conversion uh, it's not forceful but as the film says they are they are getting converted without even they are knowing uh-huh. that's what the film says oh, to their friends okay so uh, maybe through, the movie will deal with all yes, of this as to yeah. how they get the yeah, yeah. the movie is really duped or you know they get the real story the yes. it is re, uh, giving the real story of nimisha uh-huh. um so nimisha is same went to a dental college in kasaragod 
same way she got converted ah, and she went to um, with empty promises or something yeah. to support the family that's how normally they get uh, yeah the brainwashed is brainwashed into it's mostly through the friends right. when they're staying as a pg guest the house owners when they work in a place the owners of the uh, the, the businesses or their friend circle this is a slow process and then sometimes there are ultimatums to uh, hurt the families you know if they yes. don't join and things like that yeah. and sometimes it's <laughs> poverty based also if you're very poor and you know you're lured with money or goods or whatever that also happens happens that right happens. Yes. well so that was daniel who called back uh, he's one of our faithful listeners but <laughs> but the thing that he was pointing out that uh, i i want to interject here is he saying that this movie is being uh, used as an agenda by the BJP party in order to yeah. create political strife and to get the elections mm-hmm. uh, it is a lie. so no then and there the, is a there is a different things everyone can say that one movie is using by the one political party can i say some other movies which is used by other political parties Correct. can you see the bbc documentary yes i yeah, saw that yeah so then wh- wh- why this bbc documentary is used by the opposition and, and party so it is not like freedom a, of expression yeah it is freedom of expression exactly. that's what i'm saying so, you it know, is if a you person, can take it the way you yeah, want to exactly but so it is I, based I do on respect. facts yeah i do respect the main thing yeah you know? i do yeah. respect daniel's perspective i yeah. want to listen his perspective but the thing is that if daniel is having one perspective he need to make sure that he is respecting the other's perspective absolutely, also absolutely absolutely but but one thing that that i want to uh, clarify is there's a bit discrepancies between 50 or 60 women and thousands of women if it is happened to one woman is that a matter just imagine that's if it is happened to a one woman yes, if it is, if it yeah. is forcefully or if you are blackmailing if you are putting into a trouble so is that a matter just imagine we cannot say that three terrorists only hit into the uh, tower twin is towers, that a yeah. twin tower is yeah. that an issue you can say that only three terrorists why you are talking about multiple terrorists right. are in this world one is too many one is, one too, is many. too many so, so it is not like a the action is the major thing but you no, need to no, consider no. the veracity with the action but is it Uh, is it only women that we're talking about or the, there's mass conversions of men uh, families so yes. yeah so yeah. there is a news which you can see just i am uh, i can quote this news because this is not my version the times of india published in 2016 january 20 july 15 2016 nearly 6000 converted to islam in kerala last 5 years that report says mm. wow so it is not i am not saying that this is the proof which i can show you this is the one which i am talking about you can read this article and which i am saying that it may be reverse also i am not saying that it is a one way it can be a buy but how many will go out and what are all the things are go coming in these are all the secondary side this is submitted by the intelligence bureau to the government but no we're not talking about just hindu uh, uh, this people. is entire people but but christians are also yes. converting yeah. yes. the, uh, the christian bishop once say they they uh, few years by they have a um, their own directions there almost 5000 of their people christian girls have gone to islam See, and this so that was a big stir again and people reported there's nothing really happened but they are saying there are they have numbers but but them. once again i want to clarify we're talking about girls women yes but it's not it, the, and we're focusing on that but but really we're talking about in totality men women children yeah, families when one girl converts sometimes the family also get converted to that eventually mm. 
this happens a lot of places mm. that is see ar rahman is one of them yes, yes of, i remember yes. so it was, it was his choice it was his choice, choice but but b- choice. because of what he saw in his family right, yeah. right. he no, saw most, what his father so, went through yeah. so see from the there belief, is a story the most of the things yeah. most of the conversions are going yeah. through their own choice right yeah, yeah. that's why there was no evidences or any cases coming correct out. most of them are their choice but they are led into that choice exactly they are seeing stuff in the that's family what the movie which is says. making them make the choice that's what the movie says yeah it's just like by the how way, we the are ambedkar dealt with the dalits yes, you know right by the so. way the film was released on 5th of may in 2023 and it has grossed over 12 million dollars thus far becoming the fifth highest grossing hindi film of 2023 that's huge that yeah, is huge yeah so uh, this story is based on a plot of one woman so you said you all know about certain women who have actually come out with these stories in real life and that's how we got all the you know anecdotes on which the movie is based yeah. so did you all talk to any of these women or yes we do okay. so i think and i was trying to we were trying to get her into the flow so that's what one Oh, so I okay. didn't. Maybe next week, if your time permits, we can. Yes, yes. So tell us a little bit more about her. So story. then she can talk about herself, and oh, she can her okay, relative okay. can talk about herself. Okay, okay. Where does she live now? She's living in Kerala now, in Trivandrum. Okay, but she's at peace, and she yeah, she's at peace, and uh, she came back to her family, and now she's living the peaceful life. So okay, okay. It looks like we have stirred up a lot of controversy. There are a lot of people <laughs> calling in. <laughs> Yeah so uh, uh it's produced by uh who's the produce Sun, Sun, sunshine pictures is the production company right right and then uh the uh the producer is vipul amrit vipul shah vipul shah and, yeah, sure. and directed by sudipto sen right gosh gosh so it says uh jawar do you want to put the first caller online he had a question yeah okay. so both lines hyderabad and he said he had a story to tell as well that it's happening yes, in other places okay caller number 1 go right ahead yeah hey jay this is surinder call yes sir i was listening and listening to this uh, wonderful conversation Yes. Uh very interesting. Um uh, but just to add uh, uh, about this uh, uh just wanted to uh, uh remind your listeners that it was the chief minister the past chief minister of Kerala who has said that in 2006 to 2009 there has been almost 3000 conversions. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically he went ahead and had said that the kerala is going uh, in the form of a islamic state uh, so so in addition to and this was coming from a communist chief minister and mm-hmm. a congress chief minister yeah. so that gives more credence that it's not propaganda it's something real it's happening. fact yes uh, i may not necessarily is basically uh, that these are all evil forces you know there are evil uh, people who go and lure these people by design uh orchestrated in the manner uh those vulnerable people uh and get this whole agenda going right so and 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 of course there. you have some first hand experience from the situation in kashmir that you can refer back to when some of these things yeah yeah happening. because these stories have remained hidden 
Uh, now it take it took 33 years for uh, the Kashmir uh, genocide uh, to yeah. come to the globe, and similarly it is now it has been happening from 2005, 2006, and it took how many years? 17 years for this story to come out. Right. So because, Sur- because people thing. have a tendency to remain quiet because it's a matter of shame. Yeah. So all those affected families, they go into isolation. They just hide themselves because of the shame involved. Right. Surinder, th- thank you. I'm sorry. Human thing is vulnerability is exploited to the hilt. Right. I understand. Thank you so much for sharing that. Uh, we're going to have to take another caller. And so, Surinder, uh, thank you for your comments. We'll- all right. Take care. Thank you. Well, we're going to be going to a commercial break right now, and hopefully that's Raj, and you can talk to him. But, uh, gentlemen, you still are with us for a couple more minutes? Sure. Is that okay? Yes. All right. So we're going to be going to a commercial break, and then after we come back from the commercial break, okay. we'll continue on this conversation yeah, for a little bit longer. Yeah, we're talking about the movie The Kerala Story with two people who saw it yesterday. And it's being shown at AMC, AMC Cinemark. Sugarland and other places. And Cinemark also. Right. All right, so don't go away, folks. We'll be right back. This is Indo American News Radio. India News, US News, World News, Movie Reviews, and Local Community Roundup. Every Saturday, 4 to 6 p.m. on Masala 98.7 FM. Hi, I'm Jawahar. I'm Sanchali. And I'm Pramod. Indo American News Radio. माँ के पैरों में जन्नत है ये तो हम जानते हैं लेकिन माँ की कलाई में क्या है डायमंड ब्रेसलेट माँ के गले में डायमंड पेंडेंट और माँ की उंगली में डायमंड रिंग कोई भी डायमंड्स नहीं सिर्फ महाराजा के हीरे क्योंकि माँ से मैच होता है महाराजा विशिंग यू हैप्पी मदर्स डे 5821 हिलक्रॉफ्ट 713-784-5673 महाराजा bringing diamonds to life. A wedding is a once-in-a-lifetime milestone to celebrate in grand fashion. Margaritaville Lake Resort Lake Conroe provides the space and splendor for the ultimate South Asian wedding experience. Exquisite indoor and outdoor venues for up to 600 guests. All suite guest rooms overlooking the beautiful Lake Conroe and a variety of multi-day amenities and events for a truly one-of-a-kind wedding. All is possible at Margaritaville. Call 936-448-3103 now to plan the wedding of your dreams. Crime, politics, finances, climate change. Ah, sometimes it gets to be a bit too much. At Indo-American News Unplugged, we bring voice to your feelings. Call in to talk, share, or disagree with Sanchali and Jawahar. And listen to Jyoti playing songs based on Indian classical music with Pramod and Sudhir. So call Indo-American News Unplugged. Kick back and listen up, folks. It'll make you feel better. Every Saturday, listen to Masala Radio, 3 to 6 p.m. News. Welcome back, everybody. We're talking to two uh, prominent people within the Kerala Hindu community uh, about the movie, the Kerala story that they watched last night. And in fact, they've stirred up quite a few people because we have several people calling in. Raj is one of the people who called in. Raj, you're there. You're on the line. Go, you're on the yeah, air. Hi. Go yeah, right hi, in. This is Raj. Uh, I'm going to the radio for one minute. I don't hear the echo. 
Okay, yeah. so I'm from um, uh, South India, and it's a pretty, uh, it's not just South uh, Kerala, it's South India, I'm from Hyderabad. Even younger OIC, uh, the lawmaker is uh, married to a non-Muslim. Uh, he also, uh, her name is Sabita. I don't remember her last name, but I know she, she is non-Muslim. And I think uh, from North India, I've seen many of these kids, right? You go out of any girls' school outside in uh, Hyderabad or any place in South India, you see a lot of these youngsters roaming around who are most of the time Muslims. Yeah. So it's a very prevalent thing all over India. It's, if somebody is denying it, they're lying about it. I've seen it personally hundreds of times when I was, when I was in my younger days. Ah, I see. This is happening. So they're, they're hanging around the schools in order to, help, to convert people? Sorry, I didn't get that. Are they hanging around the schools to do what? To, to take people to convert them? Not, uh, no, the, these kids, young, young kids, right? Muslims, they ha hang around uh, school girls, uh, schools, and to, you know, uh, to uh, try to, you know, get friendship with these young girls who are, you know, uh, 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 I impressionable. See. My impressionable. And then you, uh, you know, they, they try to, you know, get friendly with them and get them onto their board and all. It's very prevalent. I've seen it so many times. I see, I see. Okay, that's one yeah. way to ens ensnare some of the people. Influence. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Thank you, Raj. Thank, Thank you for calling. Thank you. So, folks, we are uh, talking to Ramdas and uh, Hari Shivaraman about uh, the movie Kerala Story, which just released on May fifth, but now it's showing at all the several theaters in town, and it is based on true events about a group of Hindu girls who co who converted to Islam and then fled to Syria to fight fight alongside ISIS forces. I mean, these are really scary stories, you yes. know, and uh, these need to be brought out in the open and these stories need to be told so that yes. people are aware. So what is the government doing about this or is there any repercussions? People, they're just taking it lying down or what is going on in it, Kerala? It is the media and the main media in Kerala and the government parties, they are trying to hide it. And uh, once a CPM communist chief minister, he he actually uh, stated in the um, legislative assembly that there was five thousand people is gone. But after the governments comes, everybody is trying to deny that. Mm -hmm. Everybody is trying. There nobody is saying that oh, it's nothing wrong. There is uh, everything is smooth. There is nothing happening. But it is happening. Yeah, the thing the is that media is saying it's wrong. There's nothing happening. So, uh, so I want to ask you something, uh, Shiva and Ramdas. What is the local population of Hindus doing to stop this pra practice? So, one of the reason is that majority of Hindus in Kerala are communist. Mm -hmm. So they don't care about it. They they are not acknowledging. They are not saying that we are Hindus, but. Uh, they are not trying to um, uh, trying to defend it or trying to make other people aware of it. They are just go go ahead with that. No, no. But being a communist is a is an ideology, yes. but being a Hindu is a philosophy. In, in I mean, so there's a difference, right? And the Kerala Hindu communists are they say they are denied in religion. Oh, so I see. They, yeah. In religion, don't believe in religion. So. They, they don't believe in religion. So, uh, in the Kerala government thinks it's okay, what's happening? Yes, it's nothing is, they nothing said there's is no wrong so, Yeah, there is another proof. thing is that they want to showcase themselves as a secular. So, when they are thinking that if they are, if they are telling the truth, the people are considering them as a non-secular. 
so or I, consider us if you want to consider us a secular what is the belief is you need to support all these things that is kind of a narration they created over the so we can say that okay if you are telling the truth yes you are not secular Mm, but I, if you are telling the other way then you are secular and you lose the oath you lose loser yeah so I you need to make sure that it was banned in kerala is that true no they it is not banned banned but they they try to do another way they are threatening the um, theater theater owners not to show Thre- threatening yes, them yes wow. threatening to um, close them down close or them something down. and there is a stone pelting and everything happening nowadays but rest of india there's no issues no ba- tamil nadu banned tamil nadu is na- tamil bengal nadu is banned ba- bengal banned Beng- because communist government of yeah. course yeah and um <laughs> Uh, oh, no, no, but now we have Mamutadi. You know, uh, Tamil yeah. Nadu did not. Really our, yeah. She's Trinamool Congress. Tamil Nadu did not yeah. ban it. Tamil Nadu, what happened? They threatened all the theaters. Why no, is the it banned no in is, Bengal? I still don't understand. Because they, there is a political the, match. Mamutadi yeah. wants the, want to, the Muslim vote. She, she is, so, yeah, caters to the Muslims yeah. big time. Yes. But, you know, to be fair about uh, the, thing, the movie, the movie is not exact. It may be touching a little chord with people. but this is not based on true events it is um, it is based on true events so like i can yeah we can, of yeah we can tell you one story like nimisha fatima she went to so that is one incident she was a bds student and she married a guy and from palakkad she was in salem studying bds that is dental dental uh, and after that what happened is that she flew to isis and her husband died and now she want to come back and the india government is not allowing her mother her brother is a major in indian army uh-huh. yeah but you know this is this is true so, of of the 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 people who fled to isis from france from england from germany from yes. the netherlands they all are facing this kind of persecution when you, yes, they come back yes, mm-hmm. yes. so that's not unusual for someone to take that kind of radical step it's up it's on them that they took that step right yeah. so the four girls together fly to the isis because they said that then th- can you think that that is a planned action because sonia sebastian that she is from a christian family and she flew to isis and she is also there and they released a video in 4 years back and they were trying through the government they want to come back to india and they are saying that we are ready to face any consequences what oh. their government is saying Well but, ge- gentlemen yeah. thank you so much for for joining us we've only got a few minutes left for the rest of the show but you certainly uh struck a nerve with so many people and uh we've had a lot of people uh, share their experiences so we've been talking to Shiva and Ramdas about the Kerala story which is showing at the AMC theaters and Cinemark theaters and uh, you i i guess the best thing to do is go out and see for yourself yeah but yeah, yes. i make also your own see opinion. that uh, there is an uproar with demands for a full investigation yes. so who is doing the investigation <coughs> the indian government is will be kerala they, government yeah. the kerala government is doing an investigation about no, these cases yeah when this and case is it public knowledge yeah, what the ca- results yeah, are they, what kind of investigation they uh, they did an investigation earlier then said there's, there's no, nothing called love jihad there's there's nothing called love jihad and they submitted the report that's right. what everybody is uh, taking it now oh the report says nothing yeah Well thank you gentlemen for thank coming you. and sharing this with us we will certainly encourage all our listeners to go out and see the movie and judge for themselves thank you so much thank sir you, thank, thank you for inviting all right. us thank you all for right. inviting us thank you so so uh, with that we're going to go to wrap up the show uh the yeah, it's been a very interesting uh, um interviews we started with uh, George Willey the immigration attorney and uh uh then we had okay, deepa vardarajan with her novel the late bloomers 
and uh, we are continuing with some uh, uh, on air uh, responses from people we have deepa nair on the phone she went to see the movie with you guys she has a few things that she wants to say about the movie oh okay all yeah. right hold on so you all might know her deepa nair okay hi De- hi deepa welcome to the indo american news radio yes go ahead we are talking about the yes. kerala story and you went to watch the movie Yes, uh, I'm Deena Nair and oh. I'm a regular listener of Masala Radio. Uh-huh. I went to watch uh, the Kerala story yesterday with uh, Hari Sivaraman and all the group. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would really recommend that everyone should watch all the Hindus and also uh, kid parents who have teenage kids, daughters, because it is an eye-opener. And uh, I don't think uh, people know what were... what is going on you know so they need to know the reality and this is definitely an eye opener i oh. would recommend you know that everyone please go and watch this movie thank you so much thank you Zabina. so much thank for, you. for calling bina i just realized you are my facebook friend thank so, you yeah. <laughs> thanks for calling bina appreciate you okay all right well folks we're almost out of time we've got 9 minutes to go but i just wanted to mention one other thing while we're talking about the kerala story last week we talked about four or five movies that were of uh, indian origin or connection or something okay. mm-hmm. get this this week the movies that are showing in theaters are music school uh, ravana kottam drama from india um, ib71 of course the kerala story custody so we have like five or six movies that are what's in love got to do with it then there's the priyanka love uh, again Love Again, Priyanka and right. Nick Jonas. Yes, and, and that uh, Pakistani movie, that uh, the other one. But uh, yeah, the uh, what justice? Uh, something like that. But there's there's political there's, justice. So oh, okay. th- yes, th- this is very telling that there's so many Desi movies that are playing yes. all across town. That's true. Because yeah. we have a lot of Desis all over the world. We are the most populated country in <laughs> the, the in the, the world now. The so greatest you diaspora. You can imagine our yeah. influence is far and wide. This is part of a of a, a plot to take over America. <laughs> we we going to overpopulate and come over here and take it over. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But we first need to rescue all those people, you know, in Kerala who are getting affected by this uh, huge uh, you know Um, yeah it may be somewhat dated because uh, the isis is no longer that active I that is think. true yes but mm-hmm. any kind of they're about it and yeah. they want to make sure that okay they are it is not happening again right because if some news is getting expo- yeah yes. these kind of news are getting exposed yes so definitely yeah. the people are then the both the More sides the awareness yes. are right. and there yeah. are terrorists uh, you know Uh, activists who are like all over so you know that's true isis may be dated but there are many other terrorist organizations who are quite active so yeah that's yeah. true yeah yeah one has to be very careful about being brainwashed and join some of these cults so really looking forward to watching it and then there is another movie which is coming which is releasing may 17th it's called mandala it's mandala. by our local houstonian ajay sarpeshkar he may was may 19th i think Yeah, but the the yeah the yeah we are going to watch it. It's on called the Mandala, the UFO incident. It's in Canada oh, mm-hmm. and it's releasing here at AMC oh. Sugarland, and uh, it's subtitled. And uh, that director was in our studio last week. He talked about mm-hmm. it, so it's oh. a different genre movie. Yeah, and he 
is based here and he went and made it in India. So really looking forward to that one yeah, too. Since we have a few minutes, uh, why don't we talk about the IPL? Okay, <laughs> all right, go for it. The IPL is getting quite it's interesting. It's going up and down, up and down, up and down. Yeah, and Mumbai and then, is coming back. I watched the century that uh, Surya Ooh, Kumar that was too scored. Good. That was just amazing. That was amazing. One sixer after another. And he was unbeaten at the end. Yeah. That's right. A 109 for... Uh, yes, not uh, out. That's right. And then today... And the four-wicket haul by Rashid on this, you know, in the same match. So it was true. quite a... Yeah, quite a match. Back and, and forth. today, uh, uh, there was another century. Uh, oh, I didn't watch that match. Yeah, the it's second the first... One. Uh, I think it was the... Uh, yeah. The uh, RCB versus... Uh, uh, Punjab Kings. Right. I didn't watch and, that. Yeah. Um, uh, fellow, uh, his name is his new. I haven't heard of him. What's his name? Sub uh, Pritam Singh or something. Uh, and he plays for Punjab, of yes, course. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And he also scored, scored a century. A century. Yes. Yeah. Is this his debut match? Uh, I don't know. I've I, not heard of him. Yeah. Okay. So, All right. That's so exciting. Quite a few centuries are I'll being watch made. It. Yeah, I'll watch it. We will take some photos at the end of it all. So, uh, folks, thank you so very much. And we are really thankful to... Um, to everyone for... Yeah, uh, for uh, bringing us the Kerala story, you know, and background the, and Kerala story, you know. Uh, uh, so, it's quite interesting. And yes. I think we all have to see the movie and Absolutely. make... Absolutely. Uh, uh, form our own opinion. Right. And it's very important that you people read a little bit about this yes. get, yeah. get a little bit of background because there are some uh, chances that there are some exaggerations made by the film's producers possibly and uh, so but, but it's just like Kashmir files you know it's not propaganda it's facts which are being you know brought yeah, out in the open it may not be one single story but it's compiled from real events into a fictional yes. right yes. But you, the 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 fact does remain that the uh, there was a big influence of Islam in the south mm-hmm. over history. Yeah, uh, Tipu Sultan, for example, I mean he was a big ruler there. Yeah. So it's not surprising that there are so many Muslims in the yeah, south. Yeah, there is a large Muslim population from several centuries right. that have been there. Right. Right. And one yeah. has to take some cinematic liberties to, you know, portray a film. So into the script, there will be... You but, know. but the whole S- idea of terrorism and yeah. extremism is what we're talking about. Right, yes. exactly. The love jihad. And that's uh, something new that uh, wasn't there, say, 50 years ago. Yeah. This right. This is nothing to do with their community or religions, Islam or something like that. This is only dealing with the terrorism. With mm-hmm. extremists. Extremist terrorism. Yeah, yeah right. extremist that's terrorism. Right. Yeah. yeah. So all right. On, we, at least we agree on all of that. And, uh, uh, and it's right. not a propaganda. So folks, go out and see for yourselves. And you know, you decide for yourself what yeah. it is. And by the way, folks, next week we're going to have Jyoti on the radio. Yeah. Yes, she's classically going to be doing yours. to talk about that. She sent a text. Yeah, she sent. And, and, and also we will have with us... Um, so a, a couple of our financial advisors. Oh, okay. Uh, and Ashish and uh, and Salil. Salil, uh, she will okay. be uh, doing um, songs based on Thad Ashabari. So oh, really okay. looking forward to it. Uh, Miss you, Jyoti. So yeah, looking forward to your program again. That was a very good thing. Thad, <laughs> Thad, Thad. It's okay. called Thad. You, what would you know about it? Thad. <laughs> Thought, Just thought, forget it, Jawar. Thought is a very good thing. <laughs> By thought, the thought. way, uh, tonight is uh, Indo-American Association's uh, 
Oh, Greater concert. Houston. Uh, yeah. Kaushiki Chakravarti. Uh, Chakravarti and uh, Sanchali and I and Jyoti are going to that. It's totally sold out, I heard. Yeah. And, yeah. and I'm going to the Indian Muslim Association of Greater Houston's Eid function. Yes. Right. And that is totally sold out. Then Indo-American Association is also bringing A.R. Rahman's uh, Dilse. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's based on A.R. Rahman's music, Songs. but it's not uh, A.R. Rahman. It's not going to be here. Okay. It's uh, by Niche Entertainment. They do oh, shows. Niche Entertainment does uh, real good stuff. I watched yes. some of their programs. Yeah. So that's coming in June. Yeah. So they are based in Pune. They come right, from Pune. Right. Yes. Yeah. They brought some really good programs. I saw the one about the um, independence. And there was a, uh, the main guy who played the role of uh, Gandhi. Yeah. Oh, okay. It was really good. Yeah. So yeah. the two of you are going to downtown. Yes. And I am going to uh, the west side of town. Okay. So I'm go- we're going to knock out a l- one minute early. <laughs> okay. Yes. All right, everyone. So until we see you next Saturday, this is Jawahar. And this is Sanchali signing off. And this is Pramod. Good to be back in the studio. Yes, yes we are glad to have you back, Pramod. All right. Yes. So and until next week, next Saturday, folks. Adios. Bye-bye. Bye.